0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Welcome to Influencer Confidential by Sidewalker Daily. My name is Nina Zeta and I will be your host I love working with brands and influencers on all things business strategy. Are you ready to learn what it takes to work in this influencer industry and see behind the curtain? Well, let's jump in. Hey everyone, welcome today to another episode of Influencer Confidential. If you guys are not familiar with Kat Norton, the face behind Miss Excel, you are in for a treat. So I met Kat through Thinkific. We both have partnered with Thinkific. And through this, we have developed a nice working friendship where we support each other and give each other um, you know, advice in this entrepreneurial journey. So I sat down with Kat to ask her about her wild success that she's had as a course creator, but as well as going viral, the girl knows how. How to go viral. And I'll never forget what she told me on one of our calls. And today's episode dives so deep on the importance of energy when it comes to building out your content. We are diving deep, guys, and it is truly has been a pleasure to chat with her. Since launching Miss Excel in June of 2020, Kat Norton has grown a seven figure course sales business and a community of over 1 million people on Instagram and TikTok through viral Excel trick videos infused with creativity, music, and dance. She was awarded the Microsoft MVP award and was named one of the top 10 social media influencers of 2021 by Forbes. She literally found a way to make Microsoft Excel fun by creating fun, lighthearted, creative dance videos. Imagine combining dance and Microsoft Excel. Well, the results have been magical for her as an entrepreneur and what you're going to learn today I think is going to really help kickstart your creator journey as well. So let's dive in. Hi Kat, I'm so excited to have today's conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm excited to learn. I have questions prepared and so excited to hear everything that you're going to share. Yay, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat. Yeah, so I just want to dive in, um, because as I was saying off camera or before, I know your time is super valuable. um, But one of the things that you said, so I'll I'll let the group know, or those that are listening in. Kat and I met via Thinkific, I would say. We're both Thinkific partners. We both sell courses on Thinkific. And we just kind of, I, I think I reached out to her. I was like, you're a course creator. I'm a course creator. Like, obviously, I was attracted to her. Energy, which is something we're gonna talk about a little bit today. And I was like, I'd love to just like connect and like talk all things women and entrepreneurship and biz and all the things. And you said something on one of those calls that actually sparked today's episode, as well as all the other amazing questions. I just wanna like pick your brain at. But the real thing that you said on one of our calls was content is energy. And I think this came from a place where everyone's like, how are you successful? Or like, how have you built this business? And like, how do you go viral? And you were like, yeah, I just kinda like tell people it's an energy thing. And I remember being like, wait, what? Like, this is blowing my mind. So I kinda wanna go back in time and revisit that conversation and maybe have you share with me and the listeners how you know making content going viral success all the things that have you know that you're really in is linked to this idea of content as energy
2: absolutely so to explain this properly i should probably take us back a little bit to when i first started miss excel so even back a little bit further so before i would say if we're looking at like march 2020 is kind of where the story begins And before this, I had a pretty severe anxiety disorder. I hated having any attention on me, which if you look at my content now, you're like, what? (laughs) But I essentially, starting around March, 2020, I stopped traveling every week for my day job. And I had some more time on my hands. I was a business consultant doing securitization reviews for banks, which is as fun as it sounds. (laughs) I found myself back in my childhood bedroom of my parents' house. And I was looking inward at my life and was like, what am I doing? Does this really light me up? And I dove into a bunch of inner work where I was coming up against all these different self-limiting beliefs that I had. So there were all these things that were essentially making me play it small in life. And I started to challenge those things and meditate on them and do kind of like a self-hypnosis type thing, inner child work, shadow work, if you're familiar with any of that. And uh, throughout that process, I essentially rewired my mind into a spot where I had a lot more confidence. And this is kind of where it ties into the energy transmission piece. So when you're creating content, people on the other side, whether it's consciously or from the subconscious perspective, are picking up on your energy. So if you look uncomfortable, if you look unsure, if you look out of alignment and you're dancing and you hate dancing, but you're forcing yourself to dance because you think it's a trend and you're just entirely uncomfortable. Even if you slap a smile on your face, a lot of times people can still pick up on your energy if it's off. So for me, I essentially removed a lot of limiting beliefs that I had and tried to get down to my authentic self and was like, okay, what do I actually like? Well, I like helping people, I like Excel, and I like to dance. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I first got the intuitive hit to combine Excel tips and dancing on TikTok. Cause at the time nobody was doing it, I actually had a vision when I was on the phone with my friend about it. And I saw the Excel screen above my head and me underneath dancing to that song, the Tuesday slide by Drake, left foot up, right foot slide to the left (laughs) and the right function in Excel. So that was kind of where it all first came down. And, you know, I did not know how to video edit. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give this a try and see what happens. And I ended up creating a video and was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So I made 10 more, started posting one a day by the fourth video, it hit hundred thousand views. By my sixth video, uh, the CEO of an IT company reached out to me and asked me to create content for students, parents, and teachers because all the schools were going digital. So I created a side hustle, got an LLC, a green screen, a ring light, and was running <laughs> a business at my child's bedroom after work every day. While still making the Miss Excel content, because at this point, I just felt very in alignment energetically. Like things felt good. I literally was staying up to like 1130 midnight, and I loved it because I love what I was creating. And I think that's a big part of the content piece where people are trying to force themselves to hop on the trends and do certain things. But if it feels icky, a lot of the times people can pick up on that. So that for me has kind of been my guiding force with growing the business and scaling it quickly and going viral so many times on the platforms is I'm always doing things that are authentic to me. So if it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. And I kind of really tried to reverse engineer how I was getting the ideas of what would feel good because a lot of the things I was creating weren't necessarily like trends that you saw, I would combine songs and Excel tips, like create a drop-down menu to drop it. Like it's hot by Snoop Dogg or freeze yourselves, the ice ice baby by vanilla ice, you know, things like that. So it's really, I think from viewing content as an energy transmission, because it's also the aspect of not only your energy that you're coming up, but that's what hits people across on the phone. So like when they see your video pop up on the feed, how do you want to make people feel? And I always ask myself that question when I'm creating something like, is this going to make somebody smile? Are they going to learn something? Is this mm-hmm. going to hype them up? Is this going, you know? And mm-hmm. so really getting yourself to a place where one it's authentic to you, but two that energy comes through in the content I've found really helps in the algorithms. Um,
1: yes, I'm dying. There's so much to unpack. So we're going to try One thing that you just mentioned too, and I want to clarify, um too because I think a lot of times people associate energy with like extrovertism or being like outgoing but it's not because sometimes I see people and I just like stop the scroll I'm like oh my god they're magnetic like I'm so interested in what they have to say and they're not The, the, the energy just to clarify from a definitional standpoint when you're saying energy it's tied to this authentic true nature that is the energy transmission it's not you know high energy low energy it's trueness to an alignment in purpose i think that's what you know what you're really getting at um one thing that i would love to kind of like scroll into or unpack was like that work that you kind of did on your own like are there resources or guides or places that you would point people like someone that's like what shadow work or what what is that like is there someone that you would want us to kind of A good place to start to kind of unpack that because I think once you understand your why and you understand these reasons, like you talked a little bit about like these self limiting beliefs that were holding you back, keeping you small. And I think so many of us feel that way, like afraid to just be, um, and you did that work. Is there a place for people to kind of like that are in, maybe they're in this creator journey and they're still not fully
2: it that we can, that you would recommend absolutely so (laughs) first i want to preface this with different things will resonate with everybody and this is one of those things when it comes to inner work is really just finding something that clicks with you and something that feels really good for you and something you're going to stick with so for me these are three things that worked really well for me i kind of call it like my trifecta Mm -hmm. so the first thing i was doing when i was kind of learning how to understand energy and law of attraction and that whole space was i needed to get my conscious mind on board because the whole think positive good things gonna happen i'm an excel girl i have a very logical mind and (laughs) as much as i tried there was still a little resistance so i dove into the work of dr joe Dispenza. he has a book called breaking the habit of being yourself i read the first 100 pages and it literally changed my life because it essentially explains the science behind the law of attraction. He shares with you all these experiments and things. And he essentially demystifies the mystical. He also has a video series, which you can access on Amazon Prime if you go into the Gaia section, G-A-I-A. It's like the spiritual Netflix. And there's a series in there called Rewired by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is essentially like the book, but in a movie form. And I just found this. It's like a 12 video series, incredible.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain,
2: So that's another option if you're i'm gonna take all it's this time so i sat down my whole family and had them watch it it is so good so i started off march 2020 i read that book i started viewing everything differently and was like whoa Then I dove into Lacey Phillips has a program called to be magnetic, which is essentially a more structured way to do inner child work shadow work. I'm like, I don't know where to start with that. I don't even know what all that means. And she links it all into manifestation. So it's essentially a course on how to manifest and throughout the process, you pop in your headphones and it's like little 20 minute kind of like guided meditations that get Mm -hmm. you into a hypnotic state. So you're in more of a theta brainwave state where it's easier for you to reprogram specific memories that are holding you back and different traumatic things. And you won't necessarily forget the old memories. It's just essentially showing your subconscious there could have been another way which neutralizes the electromagnetic charge of the memory. So that's something that worked incredibly well for me. I was super dedicated to it. I was doing it twice a day, these meditations, trying to get through all the iterations and really clear out because I had all these visions of me, for example, like crying in preschool with my teddy bear. And I was home during this time. And I was like, mom, like, did this happen? She's like, yeah, like twice all the other days you were fine, but you literally just don't remember them. And I'm like, whoa. So whoa. things like that, where yeah. you start to, especially when I had my parents around that, like ask them this stuff when I was living in their house, like, it was really interesting to see what our brain actually remembers because age zero to seven, we don't have critical thinking skills yet. So we are mostly in the theta brainwave state. So everything, easily goes into our subconscious. And you, since you don't have those critical thinking skills, let's say like your mom yells at you one day, you're going to be like, Oh, she hates me. Not, Oh, she spilled her coffee. She was in traffic. She had a bad day. So that's why she lashed out at me. You know, your, your brain doesn't think like that at that age. So a lot of things that happen to you zero to seven, roughly up until age 11, but it's really zero to seven there. All those things essentially start to form your conditioning and the way you build view the world. and our brains have these things called reticular activating systems, which are essentially like a filter if we think of it in Excel terms. Mm-hmm. And that is how you're constantly calling things into your current reality because you're viewing things through a filter. If I tell you blue cars, think about blue cars, blue cars, you're going to notice the blue cars, right? Yeah, Now yeah. you're not gonna notice like if you're like in the market for a specific car, like Mike and I have been talking about G wagons a lot. Now, every time we're like G wagon G we're like seeing them everywhere now. Yes. It's your reticular activating system. So when you prime and tune up your reticular activating system by clearing out this conditioning that was holding you back, you will see opportunities instead of things that are not aligned with you. You're going to see beautiful sunny day. Let's go out. Let's find this opportunity. You're not going to be like, oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. My is going to suck, you mm-hmm. know? And it's really learning how to tune up your reticular activating system to then manifest the life you want. And I think that concept for me, like I really like dug yeah. into it. Cleared a lot of stuff. And then the third thing that I did and I still practice every single day is Kundalini yoga. So for me, with meditation, I was having a hard time doing the whole like, close your eyes, say, oh, like, think of nothing, you know, all that kind of rhetoric. And for me, kundalini yoga is a great way around that because you are chanting mantras as that's happening. You're doing motions with your hands as this happening. And like the combination, like you have a certain gaze, like maybe I'm looking at the tip of my nose. And as I'm doing these pieces, it allows me to tap out into a, you know, theta brainwave state. So for me, the Kundalini yoga practice has been awesome. And I practice with choices underscore outcomes on Instagram. My best friend, Anna runs the account. My parents are in there now. Mike and I practice with her every morning. There's a ton of us in there and that's kind of our daily meditations on Instagram live. It's awesome. So that's, that's kind of my my trifecta.
1: This is so much, about I'm just, and I was like, oh my God, did I put her on the spot with this question? Because oh, no. there's, there's so many great resources there. So um, I'm gonna definitely include those in the yeah. description and in the show notes so cool. people can refer to them. Um, I remember speaking of like energy, you were like, if you're putting on a fake smile on, when you're making content, people can tell. And I remember you telling me like, if you're in a bad mood, you're like, I won't even post the video. You were like, even, Before, like, so let's just say you were in a good mood when you were when you were making the video or you're not mood, but like you were in a good state, whatever. And I remember you being like, Oh, yeah, like, I won't even post it because like going viral. And like, again, you have gone viral so many times, right? So it's like, I when you said you're like, yeah, I won't post I won't even post it, like, because of, uh, I don't know, I'm sure you're gonna tell us. But that is how deeply you have seen results for yourself based on, you know, aligning to how you truly feel in that moment. Like, so when we're talking about content energy, it's not even like just filming it and like how you are in that moment. It's the process of like putting
2: it out there. Can you just expand a little? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So essentially my concept with that is i've done a lot of trial and error with the business what i do is mostly passive income at this point its core sales are always flowing pretty much every single day like i wake up to sales in the inbox like i check my stripe and there's things going on and it's funny because i've started to notice if i'm having a very bad day maybe something like traumatic happens or i'm just in a really dark place one day i will make no money and those days i'm like whoa I'm so out of alignment, the money can't come through to me because we through, so there's the emotional guidance scale, which is essentially how we are vibrating on a scale in Hertz. And when we are at a lower frequency, the money can't come through. So I will then work to get myself up to a higher frequency and do things that I love, do things that light me up and will slowly work my way back up the scale. So I'm vibrating at a higher Hertz and then the money comes through. So I've had so many times, pretty much almost every time, if I'm in a really, really dark spot, doesn't happen too often. At this point, I have the tools to kind of jump myself out of it. But maybe Mm -hmm. I'm having nightmares, maybe it's like a rough night, and I wake up and there's no sales in the stripe. I'm like, whoa! and I'm like, Okay, you know what, I'm gonna get myself in alignment. And so I've seen that happen. And then I've had similar things happen with video posting, where I'll make this incredible video. But if I feel off, Mm -hmm. and I'm questioning it, or I just start feeling off, like I will not post it in that moment, I will make my frequencies higher. Yeah. So why I mean, risk it? If it's a great video, why risk that? <laughs> That's I, mean, I, look into. I know. And
1: I think we, and I want to talk about like getting prepared to go viral because actually the advice that you're sharing here worked for me. So we um, have been, I'm like, we've been together. We've been mastermind <laughs> for a while and we've never gone viral on our account. And, you know, we, I remember thinking, okay, let me, let me just, you left me with like three tips. You're like, content, energy, get yourself like feeling good and, you know, yeah. put it up, pump yourself up before you shoot. And all the things. So when we, you know, our team came to Miami, we shot, and we shot a video. And I remember, like, hearing you <laughs> in my head just being, like, "Content's energy, like, like, pump yourself. So I literally told, like, the girl on our team, I'm like, stand up. Like, we're sitting down, our energy, like, we need to stand up. And, yes. like, literally get ourselves, like, like, I don't even know because I don't have the tools. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just knew that we were, like, low. I was like, we need to, like, raise yeah. the bar. And the video went viral right Let's so go! before we shot we shot it and it went up it has like two million views or something so oh my gosh god this is and we've never hit more than like thirty thousand, right in our niches specifically so i remember you telling us like in terms of rituals or i know that before you shoot because so many people that listen to this channel are content creators full-time yes. influencer like that is my human are you doing any sort of like um, pre-shooting drills
2: to like open yourself up or something. is that? Kind of, I don't even know if I sound like, yeah, no, that's what I do. That's what I do. So I essentially one part of what I do is I separate my days out by the energy type. So I have masculine energy days, which it's not necessarily boy, girl, masculine energy is, you know, the left side of the mind, the more analytical tasks, the to-do list, the iced coffee, knocking things out. And then the feminine energy is more of the intuitive state, the flowy state. That's where the ideas come and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I separate my week out by tasks of certain types. So I'm, fully in the feminine for a day, I'm fully in the masculine for a day, stack all my meetings, stack things, and make it so I don't have to switch back and forth. People don't realize how hard it is to switch. It is so hard. It is so hard. And like, for example, this would happen all the time in corporate. You have a day packed of meetings and like aggressive things with your boss and you're analyzing spreadsheets. And then all of a sudden they're like, let's have a 30 minute brainstorming session to come up with like a million dollar idea. And everyone gets in there and they are so deep in the left side of their brain right now in an analysis type state they're not in the right side of the brain where it's flowy and in the now and coming up with creative ideas. So you can hack your week and essentially separate your tasks like that. So that's what I do, especially on days that I'm creating. I'll make sure I'm in a flowy state. I'll meditate that day to make sure my energy is on point. So whatever type of practice that you have, definitely Mm -hmm. do it that day, whether sometimes it's working out and like releasing certain hormones and energy and things like getting yourself into a spot where you feel good. And then a lot of times I'll have like a dance party beforehand. I'll make sure my hair and makeup. Some point. I want to like, feel good. I want to look yes. good. I love my outfit. Like, and then I eat the foods I like, and I'm just like, you know, get that special coffee you want. Like, you're like having a day, you know, like, you know, those days where you're like, I'm having a day, you're having a day on yeah. those days, you know, yeah. and yeah. You get yourself so you're so hyped and then you just get on and you're magnetic because people want to be around happy people. You know, like people want they want some of that. They're like a lot of people who don't even use Excel follow me because they're like, we just like your energy or like I want to watch your stuff. (laughs) I I just love seeing her shine,
1: you know, it's exactly that. And you're saying something that's so true because I know we can all resonate with this feeling of like I just don't want to create right now or I'm on a high, I want to bang everything out. Like sometimes people that don't create they're like but it's so, what's so hard about it like you could just like get up and film the video i'm like no you don't understand like i'm actually just like it's like a mood thing but when yes. I, I have to like plan and be like okay you're right i'm gonna get my special coffee and i'm gonna like get cute and like i can't have a bunch of calls that day because it's like yes. a sexy energy i need to be like we're gonna bang content out you know and in a content zone so i'm so happy you're like one reiterating what i already know and two like permission to also know guys when you are gonna get into your creative, like, sort of headspace. For De- one, delegating the tasks, like you said, but two, just kind of like, we we can't create on demand. Like, we have to yeah. prep ourselves to get in those spaces. Like, if you told me right now, get off this podcast and shoot a YouTube video, I would be like, I you just can't, yeah. you know? So, oh my God, it means so much to hear it, like, because I know it's true. So, people often talk about batch your content, and they use, like, these words that are very, like, batch and systematic but what you're saying is yes batch your content but get in the energy zone so that it makes that batching like so seamless that you're yes. able to like we shot 80 videos in two days like TikToks, because we were like on a crazy high and we were like oh like dancing and like so good having our favorite coffee like kingsley was in town like so this speaks to maybe that riding the wave like the, yes. the wave of batching but getting in the energetic sort of space to do so absolutely that's the name of the game I love it so one of the things you briefly talked about earlier was manifesting and I want to just ask you point blank like did you manifest this success you know that you built um is this something that you've manifested
2: would you say a hundred percent so for me I went through a whole manifestation process when it came to the business, our dream house, our dream car, like all these things came through really quickly. And for me with the manifestation of Miss Excel, it was funny because this was now March, 2020, Miss Excel, isn't even a thought in my mind. And Mike and I were making our manifestation list and I realized like the core root of what I was manifesting is what I called in, but like 10 X on each of the different categories. Like I was like, Oh, you know, I want to get promoted at my day job. And like, it was like, why do you want that? Oh, you want to feel financial freedom. So instead I got it back 10 X with this business. And then it was like, Oh, you know, I want to buy a house on long Island, like probably like 10 minutes away from my family and all this stuff. And, It wasn't like that i wanted a house on long island it was like i wanted to move out of my parents house and have some space to be able to create and build Mm -hmm. and then we ended up calling in our dream house in sedona in a place where we feel like aligned and amazing so it was one of those things where everything that came through was what i was calling in energetically but then i changed so much in that process and grew so much in that process that what was coming in was matching where I was at, not what I was first manifesting, if that makes sense. Like at that point, I didn't want any of those things I was manifesting. And then a way that it really showed up in the business was my entire business has been inbound leads. So I've never reached out for press. I've never reached out for partnerships. I've never, you know, done anything that felt like a force. I just let it all come to me. And when I want the business to grow, I just work on me. So I can energetically hold it. My frequency goes up, bigger things come in that match that. It's all just a game of like raising yourself up and becoming the person you want to be. And then the business rides up with you. So oh, instead that
1: of is 100% true, because I, I can attest to that like
2: so much. So
1: yes, yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, Enough.
2: yeah, really? it, I'm blown away. It, it's been just so much fun though, too, because like working on yourself just develops yourself, too. So I, I'm so into self development. So, you know, examples like I would look at myself and I'd be like, okay, like what would billionaire cat do? Would billionaire cat hit the snooze button right now? No, she would not, you know, and like that's where I push myself now. I'm like, what i like i'm going to align myself and my activities and how i conduct myself how i show up even now how i dress i just hired a stylist who Whoa. came to my closet she was like an energetic stylist and we like tuned in with mantra before we did things and she literally like held up this like old forever 21 shirt she's like does billionaire cat wear this and i was like I was like, girl <laughs> i was like i was like donate it just donate it i like got rid of half my clothes because they were like essentially me on an old timeline, it literally integrates into all aspects of your life, like what you're doing, what you're wearing, what you're eating, how you talk, who you hang out with. I essentially literally moved out of my bubble and moved across the country with my partner Mike and he's incredibly high vibrational too so like we kind of put ourselves into this bubble where we both just hyped the other one up and we were able to grow the business from there so it's like getting out of my old patterns like I'm not going out drinking every weekend like I used to you know like mm-hmm. I'm working and creating and keeping myself into a high vibrational state so it's like shifting the patterns and so by essentially shifting me the business just kept growing and growing and then we did did the same thing with our house in sedona which was like a crazy there's obviously a wild housing market right now same thing with the car we called we were dreaming of a black convertible 911 porsche and obviously crazy poor shortage takes two years to get them we had just bought a house it was the next day i'm like oh gosh we need a car we wander into the porsche dealership they're like good luck with that like there's no cars here you can order one and they goes, oh wait oh someone actually backed out today a black 911 porsche convertible 2020 exactly what we wanted and i you know i'm at a car dealership you're supposed to keep it cool mike was in the car industry so he's looking at me and i'm like oh it's our car you know i'm freaking out i'm like we manifested that I'm like why cool yeah <laughs> don't don't show your colors yeah but like that's the type of crazy things that were consistently happening like same thing with our dream house like it was double our original budget the money came in to match the budget that i ideally wanted. And then the house came in at that exact amount. And it was like everything I wanted 10 times more. And just like, the it was, I was dreaming of working with Stephanie Larson, this designer, Stephanie Larson already designed the house. Like it was just every piece of it was just correct. Yes. And like, it's just a testament to like getting yourself into alignment though.
1: And you keep saying this word that people, that I've caught, and I'm sure listeners will as well, is calling it in, calling it in. It. You're like, I keep calling it in. And I remember when I got my CNN coverage, um, I came on our, and our mastermind, you know, you start up. what are your wins? What's going on, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, guys, like I got covered, you know, CNN reached out. And I think I said something like. I don't know, I one of my goals or what I really want to do is be featured by, you know, Forbes or CNN or BBC, like a big news outlet yeah. to our work, and you basically told me like, oh yeah, like you called it in, like you basically, I don't even remember what you told me, but you were basically like, you made space for it, yes. and it was like I don't remember how you put it together in that moment, and I was like, oh really, I just thought they reached out, you know, and you're like, no, like you're calling it in, you know, so, yeah. I should listen to this, what this girl keeps telling me about calling things in and like, am I like, you know, so it got me thinking about calling it in and I guess that all ties into, um, doing the alignment work and doing the the manifest, like learning really how to Just, I guess I manifested the CNN thing without knowing I (laughs) did.
2: You did. You got on the meeting and told us that like weeks before. And then a few weeks later, you adjusted things around. All of a sudden, you're like, hey, they reached out to me. Like, that's how I run the business too. Like, that's how it all happens, you know? know? And a lot of time it's clearing space too. It can mean clearing space on your calendar, clearing space in your closet, cleaning your physical space. Like, sometimes you have to actually open space for something like that to come through because the universe will only provide to you what you can handle. So if it's something that's going to like deeply overwhelm you, it's not going to come through until you level up to meet it. Ooh. And that's, that's how I view everything too. If like there's opportunities coming in and sometimes I'm like, how am I going to do that? And then I'm like, yeah oh, the universe wouldn't hand me something I can't handle. Yeah. And I go into it with the mindset of I'm going to be shown a way to do this with ease and to do this with grace. And that's really where I just keep calling in opportunities that align mm-hmm. with me and then just follow them with ease, follow them with grace, because I'm knowing they're meant for me.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally, totally, co-sign and agree. I'm like, I'm just like so excited by you. You're just like amazing. Um, One of the things we, I wanna kind of touch is, you know, we're, is something that happens pretty often in our space, in the creation space. Yes, you're a course creator. Yes, you're an entrepreneur, same, but we create content. We do all these funny things to get ourselves in the zone. We create all the vibes. Um, But we also deal with things like rejection and trolls and burnout, I know they're all three very different. Um, Let's start with maybe burnout um, being like this sense of dread, maybe I'm sure you felt like this overwhelm. Um, How do you, how have you dealt with that in the past? or is it something that you feel like because i feel like you you keep mentioning i have the tools i have these tools like what what are how are you dealing with the with the burnout and maybe you can just expand and lead into the imposter syndrome and or rejection and or troll like the keyboard warrior that's like by themselves and just you know like yeah
2: so in terms of the burnout i kind of use it as a sign for me so i always view it as like this is the universe trying to tell me something so if i'm experiencing burnout things i do if i have to stay in this state like let's say i committed to a contract i need to finish it out or something like that i will do a lot of self-care so i will do things that refill my cup so if it's something that's draining me i'll do things to refill my cup energetically but then i also look at it and i'm like i don't want to be doing any tasks that are draining me because that's pulling me out of energetic alignment so then i get to look at these tasks and be like okay i'm not going to commit to that again or things like, for example, that's when I know when to hire. So I was creating these hundred video courses, filming them all, editing them all myself, pushing them out. And I started getting drained by the editing part because it was taking me so many hours. And like, I, you know, I came from the corporate space. Like I was used to the grind, you know? And so like, I put my hair up, put my blue light glasses on, just start wheeling. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I want to work 15 hours a week and just help a ton of people, make a ton of money and call it a day. I'm like, I don't want to be pushing myself. That hard. It's not good for my body. It's not good for my hormones. It's not good for my alignment. So then I started to kind of look at things. And if they start to burn me out, I'm like, okay, thank you for showing me this. I'm going to do some self-care to balance myself out right now, clear this task out. And then I'm going to either delegate it, I'm going to remove it from things that I do and just kind of use it as a sign. So that's really how I view and handle burnout. And now I kind of got into a habit of knowing if something's going to burn me out or not. And typically, something will only burn me out. I'm a generator in human design, which is like the energy. We talked about that. Yes. Yes. I knew you were. Like, when I was, I'm like, this girl's a generator for sure. Oh, projector, projector. Oh, wait. No, No, projector, projector, projector. projector, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for me, with the, oh, yeah, because the working, the four hour thing, that was you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, for me, like, I, if I'm doing something that I love and it lights me up, I could work for like 12 hours straight and I won't feel tired at all. And then, so for me, if I'm looking at tasks, I'm like, that's burning me out. And I'm like, okay. Like, I know it's not the workload. Typically it's like, it's out of alignment. It doesn't feel good mm-hmm. for projectors, projectors, project. Most of my friends are projectors actually mm-hmm. typically working a four hour day is best because you are so focused, you're so in that zone, you can rock it out, but you'll probably get tired after that four hour period. And if you're like projector or generator, what is this girl saying? It's called human design. If you ever wanna look up your human design, it's like one of those fun quizzes you take, it's based on your birthday and your birth time, and it could really help you understand yourself and your best work habits. Because for example, a projector in corporate America where they're burning you for 12 hours straight, more likely to experience the burnout, especially if you're out of alignment. So that's like, yeah, a little guideline there. Before we go into trolls, because
1: I want to pause. This is a great cycle. let's just pause. We'll go into trolls and deal with that. But I do want to talk about this human design because i would never heard about it until I heard from you. Again, another thing that I got off our call and started looking up and telling everyone in my family about, and I'm like, no, what are you doing? I told my business partner, I'm like, oh, you're totally a generator. She's like, what? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Right, you know? Um, And it's funny because I'd like to pause on that because I think, and I don't know, but I think, for those listening, it's called Human Design Project, um, like Kat said, but when you start learning like kind of what's what you are, I don't know what it's called, but um, you start also understanding like your energy and like how to protect it, right? So like people often, and I don't know how this is linked to extrovertism and introvertism at all. Like I'm not the master on the subject, but I think most people tell say that like an introvert or an extrovert gets their energy from people, right? Like they like being yeah. around people and that's like how they fill their cup. And it's interesting because i'm very outgoing i'm very personable i'm social everyone thinks like i'm this social butterfly because they're like you know you're outgoing you're this outgoing person but in fact like i get drained very quickly from people like i will literally be on a family holiday and have to go to my room and be alone for three to four hours to like recharge like whereas my husband way quieter way chiller loves like fellowship like loves being around people could be around people for like 12 hours a day like loves yeah. it have people over every night and I'm like oh my god like so draining you know so it kind of taught you I, I don't know if you know anything about that but um personality types as well like linking to your energy but when I figured out like oh I, I'm a projector I read I was like I am so pro- I'm so like so protective of my energy yeah. and not letting people kind of drain me because like I will get tired like I'll be on for this podcast and be like high at a level 10 and then I'm just like like, I'm not like yeah. this after this podcast, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. And So it's like, it's so interesting how, when you talk, when you talked about that, I don't know if there's any thoughts that you'd like to share about human design, how that changed your perception
2: for contact patient, yeah. this
1: ownership being
2: all that, all that, you know? yeah absolutely and i mean for me as a generator too that really helped me understand that i need to only be doing tasks that light me up so like generate there's manifestors which it doesn't mean like you necessarily manifest better but it's typically like manifestors are people who go in the room and kind of like change what's going on in the situation like johnny depp's an ex- uh, example of like a manifestor. Or like a friend there's like a few other like famous celebrities who would go into a set and they would be like move this, do this, change this, do that. It was kind of like a visionary, but like kind of running it versus a generator. And there's manifesting generators too. It's like a hybrid type are like, do what you love and that will give you energy. And then there's projectors, which a lot of times projectors are like CEOs, they're visionaries because they will come in for the four hours and do their magic. And then they're like, okay, I need to recharge. And then a super rare type, I have a couple friends of this are reflectors, which the environments are really important part of that. Um, and essentially with a reflector, they're reflecting what's in the environment. So if they're in a good environment, it's good. If they're in a bad environment, they got to get out of there. Mm-hmm.
3: So that's like mm-hmm. examples
2: of cool. different. Yeah. And so, people can
1: look into it on their own and see like, you know, the, the similarities and whatnot, but um. yeah.
2: Yeah. Expanded podcast. I think it's episode one or two. She has an episode with Jenna Zoe, who is a human design expert. And that's where I learned a lot of it. And then really going in and, um, checking out your own human design and kind of learning how that works. It's all self-discovery. It's really my, one of my goals on this planet is to really like biohack myself and figure out what I need to do to be at my optimal state. And one of those parts is understanding how I work, how my energy is, stuff like that. Um, Uh, you can also, protect it too, like, and
1: take care of it. And knowing how you work will just help you function better. Like to your point, to be as optimal as possible, like efficient, right? That's one yeah. thing i always like trying to figure
2: out internally. And it's like, it's yeah. also a matter of learning who lights you up and who takes your energy to. So like, basically you start to learn that about people and then you start to learn boundaries when there's certain people and you hang out with them and you just feel kind of like after like, and that happens to me a lot too. I'm very much like an empath and very sensitive to things now. And like, I'll go to like a certain event and like, I literally get in the car and I want to like cry. Cause it just like, and if I'm around like low vibrational people or people who are just like darker energy and think you know, like that, like low frequency. I just, I try so hard. Like sometimes I'll have to like, before an event, I'll be like, I'm ray of sunshine. I'm a ray of sunshine. I like literally just sit there and I like go in with the intention to just like blast the room out with energy and raise the frequency of the room. Even if I'm one of the only people in there who are like in that high frequency state. But if I hang out with people who are also like super high frequency and it's just like a good feeling yes. that I could do it longer, you know? Yes. So kind of learning who lights me up, who doesn't, and then where to make the boundaries is a really good part.
1: So good. And so important too, is like creators being, infl- being business owners and, building out their teams and also realizing, you know, it's not just create content posts, it's a big picture on your biz, right? And who you're hanging out with, like affects the type of content you make. If you're in an environment with friends who don't necessarily maybe support this vision or don't look Mm -hmm. into it, like we have a membership program for creators and I find that everyone leaves the sessions on such a high because everyone is like in the same zone and that's why our mastermind, and like you're around these like-minded people it really does push you versus being around people that are like what are you even doing like content yeah. that's like ridiculous you know it's that negative energy which leads to trolls and all of that um and i bring it up because i know some people are really affected by it i'm not gonna lie a yeah. okay, hundred comments you're the best i'm obsessed with you i love you and one person that's like you're literally the dumbest person on this planet and i'll be like why am i reading this one ano- i i got literally a
2: hundred good ones why do i care about the one bad person, yeah. you know A hundred percent. And that, that for me has been a practice too. So one thing for me that really helped was working on myself before I started on social media, because the way my self worth was prior to working on myself, I could absolutely not have handled it. And another way to look at it, too, is the rule of thirds. So a third of people are always going to love everything you do, Mm -hmm. a third of people are always going to hate everything you do, and a third of people are going to be kind of on the fence. The bigger you grow, the bigger the pools grow. And that's how I had to really go in and look at it like, okay, no matter what I'm doing, there's always polarity. We live on a polarity planet. There's always going to be people who love you, people who hate you, right? So kind of going into it with that notion. Now really working on yourself before getting into that space, I at least was more confident in who I was, what I stand for, what I am, what I'm not. Right. But I use it as a tool now and I use it as like a thank you moment, like bless that person because they're showing me something in myself that I get to work on. So for example, it's the example I always love to get my, uh, one of my business coaches, Ashley Hanwacker taught me about this. She goes, what if I look to you right now? I was like, you're a blue frog. Would you be like a blue frog? She said it was a blue frog. Oh, like, what did she know about me? You know, like, and like freaking out or would you be like, okay, lady, like, have a nice day to you, you know? And that's where if you get a comment where if I said something that hit and you're like, oh my gosh, they think that about me. And that means you could actually potentially think that about yourself and you're not fully confident that you're not that and that where we get the light shined on the thing. And we get to do the inner work around it, the reprogramming around it until it's clear. And then when someone says it again, you're like, I know I'm not that I'm not a blue frog bad," you know, and that's so anytime something actually hits, I'm like, yo, I get to clear that out. Thank you for shining that light because I'm looking to become someone who knows who I am fully and deeply and I know what I am and I know what I'm not, you know, so I kind of use it as like I bless them because clearly they have some shit I don't know if I curse. Oh, some no, stuff. Yeah, curse away. Like we no. like, so, yeah. got some stuff going on that is bringing this up in them that they feel they need to lash out. You know, so I always bless them in my head, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, if this hits, you know, all right, we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Like me, like I
1: actually feel. Oh, he's saying that, like, you know, you're this. That it's true because some comments that they say they don't affect me when they're like, oh, you're such a, you know, this or that. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, I don't care. It's yeah. if they come for something that's like. You know i don't know something that may get to you
2: that it'll like, hit yeah yeah hit. like example like when people tell me to stop dancing in my head i'm like okay 12, joe with 12 followers telling me to stop dancing yeah, clearly what problem, i do works you know comment. like yeah. that's the type of stuff you know and getting them all into that area really helps because there's always going to be negative comments you know yeah, it, it's absolutely. one of those things
1: i know and i think that's what's so wild about the world that we live in like we put ourselves in these like Spaces, you know, like these pu- very, very public spaces. And again, you've gone viral. Like we're talking millions and millions of humans. And I always think, like, I was at a Bad Bunny concert, and there were sixty thousand people in the um in the arena two nights in a row. And I was thinking, sixty thousand. Oh, I've had sixty thousand views on something. Like, is this the number um. of people that have seen something? And like. When you- you know, it is, it is pretty trippy when you start to, it is. humanize your views or humanize your followers and start thinking like, wow, you know, I'm, I got on viral, but all these people are watching. It's, it's just a mind. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Like accessibility to, um, so I think as creators, like we're still learning. This is all relatively new. This wasn't here yeah. 20 years ago. Like yeah. so there's no you know i think our kids will be better equipped because hey we went through it like these are the guiding lights and principles and maybe certain things will be in there to per- but like we're the first like we are the guinea yeah. pigs. you know we're the we're the viral guinea pigs we're the social yeah. guinea pigs, right oh my goodness this has been so lovely and so wonderful um thank you so much i feel like i could keep going and going and going we'll List all those resources there um so that I myself can like take them, and those, anyone else that wants to join in. And then, Kat, where can you're on TikTok primarily? Are you also, in can you share like a little yes. bit like where you are and all the things?
2: Yeah. So on Instagram and on TikTok, I am miss.excel Miss Excel, and then I'm also now posting Excel content on my LinkedIn under Kat Norton. LinkedIn. Yeah. We're doing the LinkedIn game now. I got a little Twitter action going on occasional on the Facebook and then my website is miss-excel.com. Awesome.
1: I'm like, we need to put you on YouTube shorts. You need to repurpose, um, all the things, but yeah, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. And we will chat with you soon. Yay. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. And visit SidewalkerDaily.com for more resources on all things influencer marketing and social media. Until next
3: time.